0: What's up fight fans and welcome to an all new episode of the mat here on final timeout sports. I'm your host Forbes Crowley doing a slightly shorter 10th episode of the mat here breaking down our uh, UFC fight night coming at you from Paris, France, uh, Cyril Gan versus Tai Tuivasa. We're gonna have two title eliminator fights. Uh, between the aforementioned Sirogan and Ivasa uh in the heavyweight division, and then a middleweight bout between Robert Whittaker and Marvin Vittori. So, we're going to break down a couple of fights uh, for you on this episode, uh, talk about a couple of fighters, maybe look ahead uh, and get you all set for our fight card tomorrow. So, starting off with a fight uh, on the prelims, first of all. Uh, prelims start at noon tomorrow, which is awesome. Um, we have a a great middleweight bout uh, between—I'm sorry if I mispronounced this uh Nasruddin Imavov versus Joaquin uh, Buckley uh, in a really exciting fight. Um, you know, starting with Imavov, um, you know he's a striker coming out of MMA Factory in Paris, France. So this is essentially you know a home fight for him. Um, Imavov was supposed to fight former middleweight uh, title challenger Kelvin Gastelum in April, but was fi- uh, forced out of the fight. Due to some visa issues, obviously not going to be a problem for this fight, but he's trying to establish himself uh, as a new middleweight contender in the division. Number 12 ranked uh, middleweight coming in with an 11 and f- uh, 3 record. He's the minus 270 favorite. Um, and then Joaquin, new Monsa, Buckley, 15 and 4 record, plus 220 underdog. You know, this is going to be a really fun fight. Um, You know, Mavov's got a a 3 and one UFC record, um, his last two fights, uh, come in TKO wins, um, so he's feeling pretty good trying to really establish himself as a contender in the middleweight division. Um, you know, he's got a, a very diverse set of skills. He's got four submission victories, um, under his belt, uh, and five KO wins, so, you know, he can kind of get at you from anywhere, um. You know, could definitely see him trying to take this this game to the ground. Um, but Joaquin Buckley is gonna gonna definitely try and fight that. Keep the keep this in a striking stand up out. You know, Imavov technically he's six three, got a five uh, inch height advantage on Buckley. It was five ten, um, but only a one inch reach advantage in terms of you know their wingspan. Obviously, the height advantage will make a difference in the kicking game and things like that. Um, but, you know, this is going to be definitely, a a high, fast paced, um, fight, you know, they each average, you know, 4.2 significant strikes landed per minute, to Buckley's, you know, 3.7. Um, then, you know, obviously we look at Buckley, um, you know, came into the UFC first fight, obviously tough opponent, Kevin Holland lost by TKO. Um, then, his next fight uh the actual insane knockout kick uh coming against uh who was it impa kasagana um when impa caught his kick and buckley was able to you know leverage that into a a spinning back kick um for an electric knockout that uh, i think it was the most tweeted or uh liked video of the year or something but that came back in 2020 um you know since then he's gone four and one in the octagon um with only one of his fights going to decision um that was when he won uh by split decision you know he's a great fighter um I also think that he's definitely up and coming um you know he's really only had to stumble against uh, Alessio de Chirico, who I think is is, is also on this card. Um, But he's, you know, it's going to be an exciting fight. Um, I think that on the prelim, so it'll be, uh, my guess is 132. Um, But overall, I'd have to say that I'm going to go with uh, Imavov by by decision. Um, You know, I think they're both going to really try and just show out show their abilities um to try and boost their stock but uh, emavov i think he's got the the height is going to be big for his kicking to keep buckley kind of at reach um and you know his experience really it's not gonna you know make a difference that he's had fewer fights in the ufc or fewer fights overall i think um He's going to take this one by decision. And, it's yeah, that minus uh, 270 odds are, are pretty accurate, I'd say. Um, then, you know, coming to the main card, um, one fighter to look at, William Gomes, uh, up-and-coming fighter out of France. So nice for him to have essentially uh, a home fight, uh, making his UFC debut 10-2 and fighter, riding a 9-fight win streak. Um, so it'll be exciting to see him fight. Um, he is fighting... Jarno Arends. That's in the featherweight division, so that's definitely going to be an exciting fight. Uh, That's on the main card, which, like I said, starts at at three. Um, So I think that's going to be getting on at probably about three thirty, maybe three fifteen, depending on the uh, Charles Jourdain-Nathaniel Wood fight. But a lot of great fights this week. Um, You know, I think a lot of fights that are going to put people on the cusp of um, you know being ranked or, or or the you know. Obviously, the, the main fights are title eliminator fights, but um, a lot of exciting fights to look forward to this week. You know, and now that brings us to an insane fight um, in the middleweight division. I think you can probably hear the excitement in my voice. Uh, number one ranked contender, Robert the Reaper Whitaker, 24-6 and six record um, versus the, I guess it's technically tied for number two ranked contender, Marvin Vintori, uh, with an 18-5 and one record coming in as the plus 190 underdog, Whitaker as the minus 230 favorite. This is going to be a really exciting fight. You know, you look at both of these fighters, um, and each of them two third or a third or, or over two th- or a third of their losses have come uh, against Israel Adesanya. Um, so, you know, and each of their last losses and their last you know uh 10 or so fights um so this is going to be a really interesting fight they're each trying to um justify the fact that they should get a a, a third fight with izzy granted Izzy needs to take care of um Panetta. um i believe that's in october november that's going to be an exciting fight but you know they're trying to justify why they're still relevant and why they are still you know why they should still be considered, you know, you look at how this is kind of shooken up the division that they're kind of there and just constant, you know, they're taking out all the contenders, but no one can get past Izzy. So it's like, how do you, how do you work with it? Um, you know, coming in, both of them made weight. They're both six foot and both have a 74 inch uh, reach. You know, it's going to be orthodox Whitaker versus a Southpaw Vittori. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be fun. You know, they have to make it an exciting fight because, um, they need to prove that if they go up against Izzy again, that it's, you know, going to be worth people's pay-per-view money. So, um, look, you know, let's look at, uh, Vittori first, Brazilian jitsu guy. Um, last five fights, um, K Rob, Robertson, not, not sure how that, that guy is. I'm not going to lie, but he submitted him, um, Jack Hermanson, Great win, uh, unanimous decision, beat Kevin Holland by unanimous decision to earn himself the uh, um, the title fight with Israel Adesanya, which, you know, he was just controlled by Izzy, as most fighters are. Um, couldn't really, you know, get a rhythm going. Um, thought he had won the fight for a little bit after. I think that was a little delusional on his part. I think um, towards the end he kind of understood. But, you know, he then came back, had... Uh, I think it ended up being light heavyweight bout against Paula Costa. It was supposed to be obviously um you know in the middleweight division, 185. Costa couldn't make weight, said he wasn't going to be able to make weight a couple days before that whole fiasco. Um Vittori was super um mature and professional about that whole situation. Um so I think the you know, biggest thing for Vittori early is to get takedowns. You know, he was able to do that on Izzy um, in their title fight, in their rematch, um, which was big. You know, I think that Jan Blahovic kind of set an example of, hey, this is how you can beat Izzy. Granted, Jan had 20 pounds on, on Izzy when they fought. So it's, you know, can we find a, a middleweight that can consistently take him down, Izzy down, or do we just wait for, to out kickbox him we'll see that that's a conversation for another day but you know vittori he's gotta he can take the game to the ground um and then i think that'll really open up his striking um with whitaker who you know beautiful striker beautiful kickboxer um fighting where is it out of uh pma super martial arts center um i mean nickname is the reaper um who's on, I think, a a 10-fight win streak before he lost to uh, Israel Adesanya by TKO in the second round. Um, That was a pretty insane fight. Um, And then, you know, beat Darren Till, beat Jared Cannonier, who just challenged Izzy for the title, beat Kelvin Gesselum who's challenged Izzy for the title in the past. So, you know, he's got, obviously, all of the high-caliber wins under his belt, but, you know, he's 31. He's kind of... Talked consistently about how this this middleweight weight cut is tough for him. Um, he's teased a light heavyweight, um, you know, move up, which could also benefit his career. Um, you know, if he can't get past Izzy, kind of see what he can do in a light heavyweight division that's actually shaken up a little bit more now, and it's it's getting pretty exciting. So, um, you know, he has options if he loses his fight and wants to maybe move up and see how that works, but. He seems, you know, thinking that he's destined for a third fight with Izzy. Um, You know, their first fight was absolute fireworks. Um, And then, obviously, their second fight, Izzy kind of just controlled it. Um, You know, he never did a whole lot of damage on Whitaker. um, And Izzy definitely got caught a couple times, but it was clear that Izzy won. So, you know, he's got to go out there and prove that, if he fights again, that it's going to be different from their second fight. It's not just going to be, Izzy kind of controlling from a distance like he can so well? Um, you know, he's got to prove that he's going to take the fight to Izzy. He's going to make, uh, make some stuff happen. So, you know, you could see Whitaker also try and take the game to the ground and prove that, you know, if he can do it to Vittori, maybe he can do it to Whitaker or sorry, um, to Izzy in a potential trilogy fight, uh, title fight. Um, So, you know, you look at the odds, Whitaker's a minus 230 favorite, Vittoria plus 190, uh, underdog. I think those are pretty fair odds. Um, I, you know, my gut says go with Whitaker. Um, I'd say Whitaker by unanimous decision. Um, But, you know, I think Vittori could also really try and just throw bombs um, in trade. You know, he's that kind of psycho that'll just walk forward and, and, you know, throw bombs with a guy. So it's going to be a crazy fight that'll set us up for another title, uh, eliminator fight. Um, but I think Robert Whitaker is probably the, uh, the fighter taking this one. Um, I think it's going to go the distance. I don't see either of them getting the finish. They're both, you know, so durable and so tough. Um, but it's going to be a fun fight. And then, you know, that brings us to our heavyweight bout, um, we have the number one contender in Cyril Gan, 10 and one record, the 575 favorite versus the number three ranked Thai Bam Bam Tuivasa, 15 and three coming in at the plus 425 underdog. You know, these rankings are sorry. Um, these odds are, are pretty nuts. You know, I think there were similar odds, um, in the, uh, Thai Tuivasa, Derek Lewis fight, Um, when he ended up getting the KO in, in the second round. Um, but you know, this is obviously the winner of this fight fights for the title. Um, who that is, is going to be interesting to see. You have Francis Ngannou, who, um, as of now does not want to fight in the UFC anymore. Um, you have Stipe Miocic, who has not fought since Francis Ngannou took the, uh, the belt from him and he's itching to get back into the octagon. Um, and then you have John Jones who... Has been, you know, threatening a, uh, a heavyweight um, return for like two years at this point. Um, I'll, I'll see it when, you know, I'll believe it when the fight contracts are actually signed. But this is 100% winner of this fight, fight for the title. Um, you know, Cyril GaN was coming into uh, his Francis Ngannou title challenge 10-0 uh, had interim belt, the knockout of Derek Lewis, which everyone was completely stunned by. I thought that was insane. Um, you know, he was just controlling um, Lewis. You know, he was, um, I think, just using all of a, kind of his technical skills to really keep Lewis at bay. I think Lewis barely landed any strikes, none really of significance, um, and gone was really able just to, to put him out um, in a knockout that really – sent him to the, to the canvas. I mean, he was out for a while. Um, you know, and then you look at Tai Tuivasa last fight, Derek Lewis knocked him out in the second round. Um, so he, and, and two very different fights though, because Tai Tuivasa versus Derek Lewis was much more of a brawl. Both guys just kind of wanting to, to knock him out, but you know, This is going to be, I think, a different approach from uh, Ty Tuvasa. You know, one thing that I think is really interesting is um, Tuvasa weighed in, um, came in at about 265, whereas Cyril Ghan is about 247, 248. Um, You know, that's close to 20-pound weight difference. Um, It'll be, they'll both weigh more tomorrow um, when it comes to, you know, fight time. But they are going to that's a big weight difference. And I think that the key for Tai Tuivasa, you know, both of them are strikers, obviously heavyweights um, always with the knockouts, but Cyril Gond is, is so technical and so clean that Ty, you know, he's going to need to, to hold, he's going to need to grapple a little bit, um, you know, get Gond on the fence um, and, you know, try and work his magic. But, you know, it's pretty insane when you look at, um, Tai Tuivasa's, um fight history you know i think he started off his uh ufc career three and three and now he's on a five fight win streak but not just a five fight win streak a five fight ko streak in which he's KO'd all of his opponents within two rounds so you know you cannot sleep on the fact that his one punch power could put cyril gone out now Cyril Gan hasn't fought since January once he since he um you know challenged for the belt when you know he was kind of controlling the the fight he was um outstriking Francis Ngannou until Francis Ngannou took the fight to the mat um and took Cyril Gon down and was able to control in a crazy surprising but um exciting fight um but you know he's going to I think try and use his striking to keep uh, Tuivasa at a distance. He wants to avoid, I think, at all costs, this fight going to the ground um, because, you know, that's obviously where uh, an opponent's had the most success against him. Um, And then, you know, you look at Tuivasa, he's got to wear gone down, try and get, you know, an opportunity where he can land his big shot. I think it's going to be less just brawl than his fight with Derek Lewis. I think he's going to be trying, try and be more technical. Cause I think he understands and respects the, uh, the power that gone has. Um, but you know, he's going to have to take some chances to land his big shot. Um, or yeah, gone's just going to technically be able to just control this match or this fight and, you know, get back to the title, probably a, and gone to rematch or, or who knows, honestly, but so I I would say honestly uh, Cyril gone by I think TKO I think uh, you know they're gonna tire each other out but I think this is a fun one to the odds are good enough that toss a couple bucks on Tuivasa by TKO because um, I think if he wins it's gonna be by TKO um, so that's just a fun one to to toss on if you have a uh, a parlay you know maybe take um, Imavov, Whitaker, and uh, and Tuivasa. You know, it's uh, the odds are good enough that it makes it a little exciting. And so that's going to be a really fun one. You know, I think Gon could get the win um, by decision, but if Tuivasa is going to get that dub, he's, he's going to get it by knockout. So that's going to be a really fun uh, fight card uh, that's going to set us up for on September 10th. Kamzatch Shmaya versus Nate Diaz. We also have Tony Ferguson on that, uh, that card, Kevin Holland, um, just going to be some great cards coming week after week after week, uh, after that, uh, rare brief hiatus. So looking forward to just getting back after it week after week with these cards. Uh, we got college football starting NFL starting. So really excited. It's going to be a fun fall. So hope, uh, hope these picks give you a little bit of, uh, advice and, uh, Hope you get some uh, some wins.